everybody, it's Brant again from In My Head Channel and back for another The Panel Has Spoken video. And I've got my good buddy Rick right here with me. Hey, everyone. Rick from It's All For You Demon. If you haven't seen him, check him out. Uh, so it's the third Kiss album, uh, Dress to Kill, as you see back there. And the panel has spoken about Dress to Kill. And we had... Uh, 35 on the panel this time, and I had some people ask, how do I get in on the panel? If you're seeing this for this video, if you want to know how to get in on, in on the panel, you just you can get in any time on any video. What you just need to do is look at my social media, look at my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, my YouTube. Sometime during the week, I will post a thing saying, okay, it's time for the next panel video, and you comment in your list of songs from your most favorite to your least favorite. The 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 opinion on this album is kind of you said what did you say your opinion the, the kind of the opinion on this album is? I I think this this album has like really good songs and then not so good songs. It's just like two distinct groups. And I think I think this it's it's not as challenging as the first two records because I think people are just like oh, oh I like these four songs yeah. right um you kind of broke up there but I think you were saying that basically have they like these four songs or these songs and the rest yeah. of them are just filler in a way yep. uh so we're going to go ahead and go down through the panel here really quick so of course you have myself and Rick. Uh, and then for Instagram, I had that Toy Bonnie guy, MD Smith Comics, AJ Zetro, 1975, J. Spence Metal, J. Steinheimer, which I think that is a new member to the panel, Dylan Tucker, Tony P1, and then from Twitter had Jeff Wyatt, Tom Dust, and I want to appreciate Tom Dust, call him out because he, ret he retweets my stuff a lot. And... He retweets especially these things, and I think, and that helps us pick up new panelists. So, Tom, thank you very much. Anybody else, feel free to retweet any of my things or share any of my things, especially when it comes to the panelists. We can get new panelists in doing that. Uh, so we had Ella Dio and Hard Luck Woman. And then from Facebook, we had Gregory Pegg, Scotty Sky. From YouTube was the largest. We had Keith Nidu, Dark Light. Vapor Man, which I think is a new person. I don't remember that name before. Two Dads Review, John O, Man With No Name, and I think that's a new person too. Tom S, Super Kiss 1200, Trevor Blaylock, Perpetual Art, John B. Good, Emily Graziano, Jay Reiner, Demetrius K, Greek Freak, Walter Ruthiger, which I think is new, new also. Chad Casey, 3SV1333, George Doley, who was our contest winner last time, Jay Reed, and from Patreon uh, is Bizbag1968. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I only had one person from Patreon chime in. I know that my Patreon audience is the smallest, but uh, it's always good when they, when they uh, get involved also as well. So... <clears throat> So before we get into predictions, um, Rick, do you have any thoughts about this album? Uh, I, I remember being a teenager 
And for some reason, I don't know why, I wanted to grow up, form a band, and record a record that that felt like this record. I don't know why. And I always remember, like, in I had, like, a notebook that I wrote lyrics in, and the front page of that notebook said, record a dress to kill. And I don't know why I did that. Um, I think I was just a huge fan of She, and I loved the sound of that song, and I loved the groove of that song. And I think that and two-timer, I always wanted to write songs like that. And so I think that's where my mind was. Um, over time, though, I've kind of lost interest in this record. But huge record and amazingly cool cover, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw in some of my thoughts and some of the viewers' thoughts as well. Uh, one thing that always interests me about this album is I love that the front of the album is a black and white picture and the back of the album is a negative mm-hmm. of the black and white picture. And it's got the embossed kiss going all the way around it. And there's a little fact that if you don't pay attention, you won't notice it. But up in the upper right-hand corner, there is a kiss that is missing an S. It's only K-I-S right here. Because of the way it's laid out, they didn't have enough room to put the last S. So there's one K-I-S right here in this upper right-hand corner. Pull your album out. Check that out. It'll blow your mind that you've never, that you've never caught it before. Have they ever corrected that? I don't know if they. Excuses? I don't know if they corrected it or not. But but it's oh. got the. And, and I remember thinking, and somebody mentions that this album. I'll find it in a little bit. This album scared them. The cover scared them, especially Gene on the back. And I uh, had a lot of people mention about this car and the person in this car that they made it to the album cover and did they realize they're on the album cover. Had a bunch of people mention that, and I just think that's really cool, Rick, because that's the kind of stuff that me and you sit around and talk about, is to be the guy in that car, you know, that's Um, immortalized on the front of an album. Yeah, the, the outtakes of the photo shoot, there's a little kid standing with his mom, like a foot away from him. I always thought it would be cool to have that kid be the guest at like an expo. Yeah, that would be like cool. like a convention. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, a lot of people said that um, music-wise that they liked the way this album sounded. Uh, I think the production is the best of the three. But the song, the, the strength of the songs is not the best of the three. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mentioned that Ace's guitar work on this was great, even though he had two songs he didn't have solos in. And I think it was Rock and Roll All Night and uh, something else. There was another one. Uh, a lot of people mentioned she should have been on Hotter Than Hell. She was actually around long enough. It could have been on the first Kiss album, as Love Her All I Can could have been on the first album. Those were old Wicked Lester songs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, don't want to get into it too much here. Tom Dust says it's his first album, favorite album, and favorite cover. Uh, John O says this is his least favorite of the first three. But a lot of people pointed out Gene's bass work on this album, that Gene's mm-hmm. bass on this album, that he is very uh, always, um, he's not very credited very well for his uh, bass work, but he does a really good job on this, and it kind of stands out on this album. It was Emily Graziano that told the story of the cover scaring her, especially Gene. Uh, John B. Good. And Perpetual Art often also wondered about the car and the person in the car. Uh, 
And John B. Good noticed uh, noted noted the absence of the solos on anything from my baby and rock and roll all night. So if you guys want to point that point out things about the album uh, in your comments, feel free to do that, and I'll try to include them. So we're going to get on to our uh, our predictions. And Rick, I'll let you go first with your prediction. What do uh, you think the panel's going to pick? Pick. So at the bottom, anything from my baby. Okay. And I think at the bottom is going to be my prediction is anything for my baby as well. Um, so, so we both predict anything for my baby. Okay, so coming in at number 10 is anything for my baby. Uh, anything for my baby had 111 points. Uh, the support from the panel for this one was low. No one picked it as their favorite, and nine picked it as their least favorite. Oh, and by the way, I failed to mention we have 35 people on the panel. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but we have actually 37 people on the panel. We had two people get in at the last minute, so we had 37 people on the panel. Um, but support was low. Nine picked it as their least favorite. I picked it as my eighth favorite. So, Rick, what about you? Any new I thoughts? I uh, I picked it as my last, my least favorite. Um, to, it, it reminds me of um, what is the track from Alive 2, the Dave Clark 5. Any way you song. want it? Yeah, it reminds me of that. And uh, just, I just have never dug this song. So, number 10, the panel has spoken anything for my baby. So, Rick... Your prediction for number nine? Uh, getaway. Getaway is your prediction for number nine. My prediction for number nine is two-timer. And the number nine song that the panel picked as a whole is Ladies in Waiting. Oh! Ladies in Waiting. That's, uh, uh, that's wild. <laughs> uh, there wasn't a lot of support for this song either. Only one panelist picked it as their favorite, Super Kiss 1200. Other members, eight other members, picked it as their least favorite song. This is my least favorite song. Huh. That's so, wild. So where'd you, what, where'd you come in at? Um, Ladies in Waiting is my number six. Okay. Yeah, I... But I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it'd be that low. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, had, yeah, didn't get a lot of support. So, the number eight song, I predicted... Uh, Ladies in Waiting to be number eight. And what did you predict at number eight? I predicted Love Her All I Can. Love Her All I Can at eight. Okay. Coming in at number eight. And I think I have I think I know the reason for this. Coming in at number eight is Rock and Roll All Night. Mm. 172 points. I think replay fatigue through the years has taken its toll on KISS fans with Rock and Roll All Night. Only five panelists picked this as their favorite song, that Toy Bonnie Guy, Dylan Tucker, Tony P1, Ella Dio, and Emily, Emily Graziano, while eight picked it as their least favorite. This is my seventh favorite song. Um, to me, it's not about fatigue uh, with this song, although I do think this song is overplayed. It's mm -hmm. their it's their staple. It's the song. This and I was made for loving you. Or like you put these songs on, people who even 
casual Kiss fans know who sings those songs. And I appreciate what it did for the band. It was it was the last song written for the album. But to me, it's just, it falls dead compared to the Alive version. And it doesn't have the solo. And not only does Alive have a solo, it has an extended solo. And uh, like I said, it just kind of falls flat for me on this. But it's not really because of the fatigue. It's just I've never really liked the um, Dress to Kill version of Rock and Roll mm. All Night. I, uh, I found my text I sent you, and I said, I wanted to put Rock and Roll All Night lower as it's so overplayed, but if you think about it and remove yourself from it, it's a catchy rock song. Mm-hmm. So where did you pick? Rock and Roll All Night, I put it at number five. Number five, Number five for you? Mm-hmm. All right, so number seven. What is your prediction for the number seven song? Two timer. So two timer. So you had two timer at number seven. All right. My prediction for number seven was "Lover All I Can." What the panel picked for number seven is two timer. Mm. Uh, two timer. At 174 points, beat Rock and Roll All, rock and roll all Night by two points. Uh, it's hard to believe we lived in a world where two-timer beat out Rock and Roll All Night. <laughs> well, it only had one panelist pick it as their favorite, Dark Light. But only two people picked it as their least favorite. There was a lot of nines and eights and sevens. I picked this as my ninth uh, favorite song. What did you pick, t- uh, Two-Timer? Two-Timer, I had at number two. What do you like about Two Timer? There's, there's something about it's just got a great, I, it's got a great Gene vibe to it, and I always, I always just, I don't know, I just love that track so much as a as a kid, mm-hmm. and that and she were huge for me, and yeah, I just, I think, I think I always ranked Two Timer as my favorite Gene B side. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Two-timer to me, it's just, um, I don't know, it's one of those songs that's a little bit too slow. The tempo is just a little too slow. Um, my favorite part of this song is kind of like the pre-chorus where he says, just call me a three-time loser, it's all I ever need. Um, but I'm not really into the chorus and I'm not really into the verse too much, but I like that pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so moving on. One position out of the number five, uh, the top five. Uh, at the number six, I predicted number six was going to be "Come On and Love Me." I, number six, I predicted "Rock and Roll All Night." Rock and Roll All Night. Okay. At the number six position, with a hundred and eighty-one points, is "Getaway." Even though only one person picked this as their favorite song, Keith Nidu, and even though six people picked it as their least favorite, support from the panelists was strong with a lot of people picking it as their second and their third favorite song. I picked this as my sixth favorite song. Getaway, I picked it as nine. It's just been one of those tracks that's never stuck with me. Really low for you? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like Pete's voice in this, 
and I like the speed of it. I like that it's it's peppy. It's probably the fastest song on the album, and Pe- and Peter's got some pretty good drum fills in it. Ace has a pretty good solo in it. A lot of his solos are they seem very short, and I like I love Gene's bass in this. So um, and the panel kind of agreed, uh, stuck it at number six. So breaking into the top five, uh, at number five I predicted Rock Bottom would be the number five song. I predicted Room Service to be the number five. The number five song that the panel picked coming in at 194 points is Room Service. Uh, Room Service only had two panelists voted as their favorite, Jay Spence Metal and Vapor, Vapor Man. Only one person voted it as their least favorite, and there was lots of support as people, panelists picking it as their second and their third favorite I picked this as my fourth favorite for me. Yeah, on my list, it's seven. So seven's down a little bit for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a great opening track. If any track was going to start this album, I think it should have been this one. It just kind of mm-hmm. comes out and just kind of punches you that ba 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 I think it, I, for reading from in Paul's book, it was very autobiographical because he was – they didn't have a lot of time to write new songs. That's why they had to borrow on very heavily on old material. And they basically were writing about things that they knew. And this song's mm-hmm. just basically about life on the road, being a rock and roll star. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a great song. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a tribute to just how good the songwriters are in the band. You know, I mean, yeah, the the history of the songs with Wicked Lester, you know, the fact that you you've been you you've been in bands, I've been in bands. You know when you write a song years ago and you try to play it again, you're you kind of look at it and you're like, "Oh, that song's lame now." Mm-hmm. I mean, these songs lasted and they became even greater mm-hmm. later. So I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah. Okay, uh so now top 4 I predicted that the panel was going to pick Getaway as their number four. It didn't quite make it that high. I said, I predicted Ladies in Waiting. That's why I was shocked <laughs> that it was so low. Uh, so the one that the panel picked at number four, breaking into the 200 mark at 218 points, is Lover All I Can. So Lover All I Can, four panelists, Gregory Pegg, Two Dads Review, Perpetual Art, and 3SV 1333 picked this as their favorite, and no one picked this as their least favorite. I picked this as my third favorite song on the album. I picked it as my third as well. This okay. song, uh, I learned how to play guitar and sing because of this song. Yeah. It was the, the song I taught myself how to do a riff and sing at the same time. Yeah. What, what I do when I'm preparing for these things is I will usually overdose on the album. I will listen to it. It will mm-hmm. be in my car, and I will listen to it no matter where I'm going, driving to work, driving to the store, driving to work, driving home from work, whatever. Uh, and this song comes on, and as soon as that opening riff starts, I start smiling. There's a lot of sing-along songs on this album, and Lover All I Can is one of them. Uh, if you're not singing by the time Paul comes in and goes, I love her all I can. I mean, if you're not singing by then, mm-hmm. you're not human. There's something wrong with you. But there's and a lot Dracula. of... 
Anthrax does an amazing cover of this too on a, a B side of the Black Lodge. Um, oh. Yeah, it's all, it's amazing. So the panel picked it very high, picked it at number four. So now we're into the top three. And we get into the top three, and it kind of starts to become a battle royale up here. Um, yeah. Got very polarized, really, but remained very tight uh, in the pickings. So number three, I picked that number three was going to be Room Service, is what I picked the third song would be. Number three, I picked Rock Bottom. Okay, Rock Bottom. All right. So the panelists at 249 votes picked Rock Bottom. Five panelists picked this as their favorite. Bizbag1968, John O, Trevor Blaylock, John B. Good, and Jay Reiner. No one picked it as their least favorite. And I picked it as number five for me. I picked it as number eight. And that's because, <laughs> this is stupid, but it's because I love She so much that when I hear that guitar intro, I want it to go into She. From Double Platinum. From Double Platinum. Yeah. yeah. The the thing that causes me to score rock bottom uh, as low as I do, predicting it at five, is because the intro is about as long as the song. Mm-hmm. And even though I love it, and I know so many guitarists that learned how to play, picked up a guitar and learned how to play that, it was almost like a early, early prelude to Fractured Mirror. Uh with Ace writing that intro and then Paul just basically sticking it on his song Rock Bottom. This is another one of those songs that I prefer better off of Alive. All right, so we're down to the top two. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, when we say what number two is, everybody's going to know what number one is. And I think that there's going to be some people that's going to be very happy and I think there's some people that are going to be very disappointed. Uh, but I picked that I kind of tried to take fatigue out of the way, and I predicted that the number two song was going to be Rock and Roll All Night, is what I predicted. I predicted that uh, there was going to be enough people on the panel that was going to say, that's Kiss's, that's Kiss's theme song, that's the staple, that's the last mm-hmm. song Kiss will ever play live. Rock and Roll All Night is Kiss, you know, but we all see that panel... Fatigue took over a little bit, uh, and so it got dropped down lower. So, of course, my prediction at being number two is wrong. So what did you predict as number two? I predicted number two would be Come On and Love Me. Okay. Well, coming in at number two with 282 points, and I will and I will go ahead and mention now that only eight points separated number one from number two. It was that close. But... Coming in at number two is She. The battle royale between two and one was on with ten panelists picking this as their favorite. M.D. Smith Comics, A.J. Zetro, 1975, Jane Steinheimer, Hard Luck Woman, Demetrius K., Walter Ruther, Chad Casey, George Doley, and myself. Uh... No one picked this as their least favorite, and uh, I thought this would be the number one song on the album uh, because this is always the one I hear everybody say that they love on this album. So where did you pick this one at for you? She, I picked number one. Yeah. Yeah, so there's 
this song on this album sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't belong on this album. It's like this album's going along and just not dealing, really dealing with anything dark, and it's just kind of dealing about life on the road and being too timed and getting away and come on and love me and loving her all I can. And and then it's She Walks by Moonlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I know we're not talking a lot, but this song is a completely different level on a live and makes me love the studio version even more. Yeah. So she is, uh, she's my favorite song on the album and your favorite song on the album the panel as a whole, though, it's our second favorite song on the album. So, what'd you predict? What'd you think the panel was going to predict at number one? I thought she. Yeah. And I that did. was my that was my choice too. Yeah, and see, so what the panel picked as number one by process of elimination with two hundred ninety one votes is "Come On and Love Me." Now, only eight panelists: Jeff Wyatt, Tom Dust, Scotty Sky, Man with No Name, Tom S, Jay Reed. Jason Ridenauer and Greek Freak picked uh, only eight, picked it as their number one. No one picked it out of their least favorite. Uh, and out, but outside of a lot of that, there was a lot of two and three picks. Um, this was my second favorite, but I actually predicted it all the way down at number six. I didn't mm. predict it very high. Yeah, it came in on my list as number four. Yeah. So... Um, so there you have it. So to recap where we ended up with, we had anything from my baby at number 10, ladies and waiting at number nine, rock and roll all night at number eight, two timer at number seven, getaway at number six, room service at number five, lover all I can at number four, rock bottom at number three, she at number two and come on and love me at number one. I like come on and love me. I think a little better on a live than I do on the studio version of Dress to Kill. Yeah. Something about it, I just like it a little better. I think it's a little faster. Um, but I tell you, Come On and Love Me has some of those lyrics. that it, It's it's a Paul Stanley construction. Mm-hmm. And if it was written in between Harder Than Hell and the recording sessions for Dress to Kill in that small amount of time then that just makes it even more of a masterpiece because it was something that didn't take years to be worked on and perfected. Yeah, it's such a cool rock star song, too. Yeah. Which yeah, really. also also goes back to, like you were saying, Room Service. I love... My favorite quote from his book was after the first tour where he said he was on his mom and dad's couch and he was praying to God that, you know, don't take this life away from me. It's so awesome to see it reflected in the lyrics of this record. Yeah. I like this album. I like Dress to Kill. Like I said, it's got a lot of fillers on there, and it's got some really good songs, and it's got some songs. I won't say that they're bad songs. It's got some songs that are, eh, they're okay. But I don't, But like I said earlier, when I rated this album, when I reviewed it previously, I put that link at the end of the video. I, I didn't rate any of them under a five. So... What's your final thoughts on this? And uh, we'll get out of here. I think this is the, of the first three, this is the one record that has the songs that really come alive on Alive. And I think had you not, had we not ever heard Alive, I probably would rank these songs a lot higher. 
but hearing alive and loving alive these songs just explode on that record and but I, yeah it's 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 a fun record and now i'm not going to be every time i look at him i'm i'm going to see that car now <laughs> <laughs> right see the car and see the guy in the back and you can see him better in the negative on the back you can see the guy better in the negative on the back we had a contest last time when we gave away the script for the first kiss album now, in this one, we're going to be giving away the script for Hotter Than Hell. This is the Hotter Than Hell script. Um, there's sure pl plenty of places that me and Rick can write something in there for you. And I'm going to do it a little bit differently this time. This time, I'm not going to put the duty of Rick choosing the number uh, on to uh, putting that duty onto him. We're going to let the internet do it. And so, we'll cut to that segment right now and pick that winner for Hotter Than Hell. This time around, we had Ball 6748, AJ Zetro, 1975, Emily Graziano, Matthew Smith, and John B. Good, who commented in saying that they wanted to be in the contest. So I've got everybody here on a wheel. This is a randomizer, and so what I'm going to do is when I click the wheel, it will begin to spin, and who it stops on is the winner of the contest. So here we go. And AJ Zetro. There we go. AJ, we have a winner. My buddy, AJ Zetro, 1975. You're the winner of the Hotter Than Hell script. So just get in touch with me via social media. Send me a message on any of my social media. Let me know where we can send this autographed script from me and Rick to you. And better luck next time to the rest of you. Keep continuing to enter. That's the only way you can win. So the next contest, the one we're going to do for this one, is if you want to be here in between me and Rick, this spot right here in the middle, right in here, if you want to be right there in between me and Rick, you're going to have the opportunity to do so. You can put your name comment on this video that you want to be in the next panel video and we're going to pick one viewer and it will be before the next panel video is shot and we typically shoot these sometimes on a Sunday sometimes on a Wednesday we and sometimes on a Tuesday we, we try to work with each other's schedules we have to work with my schedule Rick's schedule and so you'll have to try to work with mine and Rick's schedule be available it's usually in the afternoons or the evenings uh, it's in the evenings through the week and early afternoon on the weekends but we'll get with you if you win we'll get with you and so what we need you to do is comment below if you want to be in the next video you have to have Skype you have to have Skype that's how we do these you have to you can have it on either your laptop or your PC or your phone but you have to have it, you have to be able to get into a quiet place where we can hear you and we don't have a bunch of background noise going on in the background. And, um, and then just be able to work with our schedule and get in on that, get in on that. Uh, if we can find somebody, if we pick a winner and we can find somebody that can do it, then that person will be in the next video. So what's the next video going to be? The next video is going to be 
for Destroyer. We're going to go on to Destroyer right there. I've had a lot of people ask me, what about the Alive albums? What about Alive? Alive 2, Double Platinum. We got something different in mind for those, but we're not going to do them the same way we do this. It'd just be a very huge mathematical convolution to have to do the live albums. So we're going to stick with the original intent, and we're going to stick with just doing studio albums. So the next album that the panel will be reviewing and ranking is going to be Destroyer. You can be looking for that post to come up anytime now. So, and be if you want to be in on the contest, to be in this video with us, comment down below. All right, so that's all I've got for this one, Rick. What about you? That's all I got. Looking forward to that next video. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to hanging out with one of you guys, and good luck to whoever the winner is, and hopefully we can work it out and get you in the video. Um, and so... That's all I've, I know we're going to be coming up on Christmas. So, like I said, if you don't think you can be flexible, and if you don't think that you, if you don't have Skype or don't have a phone or a computer with Skype where you can get into a quiet place with, please don't bother entering because we want to increase the chances for those who do want to be in. So, okay? So, that's all I've got for now. That's the end of this video. Thank you for all 37 of us who participated. And... Be sure to check out Rick here, my buddy Rick. Be sure to check him out on his channel. It's all for you, Demon. Give him a subscription. Give him a thumbs up. Hit that notification bell for him and me both. And we look for you in the next video. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.